an amazing speaker this week, um, a very, very connected female. Uh, Min Kayla will be talking about um, the union with self, um, the connection between the masculine and the feminine. So um, if you want to just put put your, um, unless, why, unless Min, you're doing like a more interactive talk, but if you could just stay on mute for the time being, just so we don't have any um, audio issues. There is a chat sure. box on the right hand side. If you have any questions or comments, feel free to do so. Otherwise, we're going to be having a Q&A and, and a discussion at the end of Min's talk. So yeah, Min, do you want to take it away? Thank you so much, Alex. I just want to say thank you for having me because it just all happened so kind of quickly and all in divine timing. So I'm just so honored because usually I'm just yapping away on my Instagram to like two or three people in my life. <laughs> so um, I just wanted to basically talk about union of self because this is a topic that comes up all the time. Every time I talk about anything, whether it be AI, whether it be uh, religion or love or relationships, it always comes back down to union of self. And I think this is really missing because there's so much judgment out there of what a true masculine is and also what a true feminine is. We're seeing the distortions every day in music. We see it in um, social media. We see it in politics. We see it just every day, even within our families. So I always say that once you can understand yourself, then you can understand everything around you. So that's why union of self is so important. Now, what do, you, what do we mean by union of self? So going back to most of the things that we hear all the time is yin and yang. You know, that's probably the number one thing where you see it all the time. You see, I've actually got it drawn out here because I made it quite easy. Yin and yang is something that everything recognizes and the Chinese philosophies are actually very ancient from our ancestors. Now, all of our ancestors across the world at one point, they were all practicing the same thing, which was honoring the feminine side of themselves and the masculine side of themselves. Now, before the war era was kicked in and the civilizations were too polarized towards the masculine, there was a golden era. There was a time where union of self was achieved and therefore it was more harmonious just generally. So how can we how can we find that harmony? Because we're always seeking so-called peace. And I don't really believe in peace. I believe in balance. Um, peace just means it's a piece or a part of something. Um, and I believe that you should find the space where you are all things and the whole spectrum. And depending on how wide that spectrum is for you, you will find your balance a lot more stable when you realize that you're not just working with one or two energies, you're actually working with infinite amount of energies. And then the more you explore the masculine side of you or the feminine side of you, you're gonna actually understand that, wow, they're actually a lot more similar than what we you know, thought. It's not much separation between the two. They complement each other so well. So within yourself, you would have the yin and you would have the yang. So I've just done a really simple diagram. So under yin, we see, usually we associate with the feminine and that is associated with the moon in a lot of cultures. That's why there's a worshiping of the moon. 
Um, and that energy of the feminine is very receiving. It's like a nurturing energy. It has to receive something in order to nurture, okay? So it is a creator too, but it, it is a receiver because the yin energy, the feminine energy, represents your subconscious. It's the hidden, okay? So the moon is not always visible. You will see the dark side of the moon. You won't see it, but you know the dark side of the moon is there. It also goes through phases. The lunar calendar is very different to the solar calendar. The female is in tune with um, the lunar cycle with her periods on a monthly basis, but it's never like totally in a month. It will be around every 26, 27 days. So before the Gregorian calendar, it was actually a lunar, more of a lunar and a solar calendar, but they were so different that the um, Gregorian calendar was introduced, I think by Julius Caesar. And that then made a stamp of it being polarized with just the masculine. So you can see how the whole era can be skewed and polarized just because one man came and said no this doesn't make sense let's apply logic even though the elements are telling you that it's not logical okay it's the calendar is not logical and the yearly uh, 365 days has to always be tweaked for it to make sense so how can we make sense of something that doesn't make sense so your subconscious, okay? The, the greatest part of a human is their subconscious. Why? Because it controls 90 to 95% of all your decisions. Now, this is not to say that the woman dictates all your decisions because the woman is the manifestation, the physical manifestation of a subconscious being, the part of yourself that is subconscious. Now, the, the masculine side is conscious, just as important on this realm it is the male this consciousness is what kind of rules it's where they can exercise their power but behind that consciousness there is a subconsciousness which is the real driver okay so the subconsciousness is the architect we can see this as maybe a circle so the circle is known as like the portal the womb the never-ending circle the spiral you see this across all cultures, the circle, it's the moon, it's the sun, it's the elements, it's the never ending, it's the you came from nothing, you're the unbegotten, like it's a mystery, it's a black hole, you see that in space, okay, so that represents the woman, that represents the portal of life, so the woman in her physical body, sorry, it's like I live in Compton, um, the physical body of a woman, the womb, is what man has always honored but it has also always been a mystery okay this is where the occult comes so all the occult is driven by the man who cannot seem to understand his feminine side so then it becomes like this occult thing it becomes this let me mimic the woman and wear the wigs and the robes and then the priest king came into it and all of a sudden you're not honoring the thing you're calling them witches you're calling them pagans you're calling them something that is not divine you're burning the witches at the stake so this is where the disconnect to the mother became apparent the disconnect to mother earth and um, the disconnect to the circle isn't the architect the collective fear okay i'll answer the questions at the end okay so the architect merely means is that if you um, draw the plans or you instruct, say you wanted a house, you wanted to build a house and say you're thinking about this house at night, okay? You're a man, you go to sleep 
and you're thinking about this house and they call it a dream house because once you dream it it you've sent the instruction to who your subconscious okay so in in my culture in in in, in india we would see that as the doorway this is the doorway to the subconscious where you meet your beloved your subconscious is your beloved okay the man goes home from work to talk to his wife or his missus she listens attentively and she takes what you've given her your wishes she's the architect and then the the masculine is the builder Okay, so I hope that answers just a little bit of your question. Remember, these are just terminologies. Your perception is going to be your truth, but I'm just shining a different light on it, okay? So we've also got um, the, the circle and the yin and the feminine is also Shakti energy, okay? So in Indian language, you will see Shakti means energy, okay? If you see Shiva, which is the dancing god with the 108 flames around him, he kind of like looks like he's a male and a female. It's because Shiva, the statue, I will post some pictures um, to Alex and she can share that. Shiva understood the balance of the feminine Shakti energy because Shiva as a divine masculine used to sit in the mountains with his loincloth <laughs> and come down off the mountain from his meditations. His consort was Shakti she was the subconsciousness okay now shiva holds the space and keeps the con subconsciousness conscious the, the the role of the masculine is to keep the woman awake that's not happening right now it's not happening then you wonder why there's all these cardi b's and Nicki minaj's and megan and sally okay this is why so then you've got the his consort who is shakti and she is the one who is there while he meditates. And when they come together, which is the unification of self, the union of self, that is when you alchemize. That is when you can make anything happen because you're a god and a goddess in one. Right, let's move on to the yang. So the yang is the other side of it. So this would be seen as the sun energy, the solar energy. It's a giver. Masculine is a giver. People think it's the female. The female is the receiver. The male is the giver. The male is the explorer. What does the male explore? The woman. The, the woman. But what does the woman represent? The subconscious. What does the male need to do? Explore his subconscious because that's his feminine side. So you see, it really doesn't have anything to do with another person. It's not the other person that's going to help you get to union of self. You need to arrive at union of self and then that is physically manifested in your life as a, div as a divine masculine, you will attract the divine feminine. But if you have not come into union of self, you start exploring other things. So the man started exploring what? The lands. What did Christopher Columbus do? Try to explore the lands. What did he end up doing? Mashing up the Native Americans and all the other countries and everything like that doing the infestation. So that's an infestation in within himself and he's spreading that disease because the Native Americans were like, here, have some blankets if you're cold. But they, that Native Americans called the um, Christopher Columbus and the colonizers, I don't like to use that word, but just the people that invaded, let's call them invaders, called them shallow breathers because they didn't breathe properly. So in India, if you don't breathe properly, you're not really considered as that divine because 
you're not in connection with yourself. You don't meditate. You're not grounded. You're not union. You're not balanced. So if a person is shallow breathing, means they're in fear. So if a Native American person is giving the person the blankets, or, or sorry, the other way around, they were receiving the blankets which were infested with disease. That is what happened. That is going to show a shallow breather who is in fear, thinking, I need to take this person's land. Because that, that male was not divine because they were exploring the land and being lost at sea. This is very, very important. If a man is lost at sea, it means he's, he is no sailor. If he's no sailor, he's not connected to the stars because the stars is the map. If he's lost at sea, he's lost in his subconsciousness. You can drown, okay? Very important. So history will show us this. Now, the male represents the consciousness. So that will mean in our waking world, in our 3D realm, the alchemy, the things we see as solid, the materialistic things. But it, it, that creativity comes from your subconscious, which is the feminine side. So it's important to honor the feminine side as a masculine. We're not seeing that, it's very polarized. We're living in a very male orientated. There's a lot of privilege with men and a lot of women have gone downhill because there is no honoring of of the divine feminine including the masculines honoring the divine feminine within themselves again history will show us that the golden ages were where the men wore the gold and they had the had the flowers in their hair they had longer hair they had earrings on both sides they were wearing the skirts and the long drapes you know they had they had everything that the woman had because they knew the woman was the abundance the woman was the garden and if they're not if they're not feeding or giving or do or planting the seed, you know, and, and, and then having patience like a farmer, you know, to, to be like, right, once this crop grows, I'm going to eat for life. You give your subconscious anything, it will bring it back and multiply it a thousand percent. So again, we were talking about the peacock earlier. Like I can apply this to anything. You've got the peacock. If the peacock in his divinity a thousand feathers, a thousand eyes will appear because they call the peacock proud. But when an ego is balanced, when a demon is balanced, look how beautiful it is. You know, what are you gonna have a humble peacock? It doesn't make sense. You know, I don't believe in being like humble because I was humble all my life. And what that is, 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 is saying to yourself, and this is where the distortion of the masculine is, is that they think the ego means divinity, that I'm the king, I'm royal, I'm this and that. But that's a polarization. That's a distortion. It's only part truth. Because if you're strutting around like a, a egotistic peacock, at some point, you are going to trip over your own ego. It's not divine. That's not what nature is showing us. Nature is showing us that they celebrate their colors and they do walk around because they know they're unique. But they also know they have a collectiveness, which is the feathers, which is all the eyes. They know all is self. And that's where the masculine needs to keep the feminine awake. You will see this in occultism. You will see the lion and you will see the... the the lion uh, over a woman who's maybe sleeping. Do not let the feminine sleep because if the feminine goes to sleep, there will be chaos in the world, which is what's happening now. If the feminine goes to sleep, Shakti, Shiva's consort in the mountains, when she gets angry, do you know what goddess she becomes? She becomes Kali, Kali, right? 
Kali the destroyer, the destructor, okay? She wears a necklace of skulls. Now, I know that every woman has got some Kali energy in her because have you ever seen a woman mad? It's the most crazy force you've ever seen. Don't ever piss a woman off, especially a divine woman. So she's pissed for some reason. She comes down the mountain and she starts brucking things up. She's just killing things. She's, she's vexed and she's, yeah, you know, she's just, that's it, it's over. She can destroy the world through her dance. She's got the tongue out, which is what Cardi B, you know, they're all mimicking the Cali energy. And don't forget Hollywood is in California. Cali, fornia, cation, okay? So a lot of Cali's fornicating. We can go deep with this shit, all right? Okay, so she gets vexed comes down, starts killing up, shanking everyone, you know. And then Shiva, her counterpart, has to come down the mountain. And you know how he calms her down? He doesn't just pull on her and be like, bitch, what are you doing? He's literally has to lie in front of her. And you will see this in any Indian painting where you see Kali. No one notices what her foot is on. It's on, it's on Shiva's head. So he's lying in front of her and he's thinking, I hope I can break her out of this spell. So he keeps her awake. And that is, that is the difference. That is the difference of having the woman coming out of her energy and then instead of the man judging and saying, oh, look at this hoe, look at this da 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 da, look at these Nicki Minaj's. Well, what, what, where's the responsibility? Because, you know, a lot of these women are single moms, they're getting cheated on, they have to strip for, for money, all these things because the, the divine masculine stopped exploring the woman, used the woman, and then left her to it, and then watched her as she turned into Kali. But the, but the masculine is the builder. What is he building? Tell me, tell me what the masculines are building nowadays. They're not building anything that serves the woman their feminine side. They're not building on their subconsciousness. They're not keeping anyone awake. They're, they're, they're just making TikToks. That's what they're doing. That. <laughs> they're making TikToks. Yeah, they're making TikToks because it's so easy to distract the masculine energy. It's easy to distract the feminine, but don't forget the feminine has to be responsible for her family, just to maybe give birth. And you know, she's, she's more like unconditional with her love. The masculine doesn't seem to be like that. And this is being represented in the, the Amazon forest fires. This is, you're going to see so much of the earth's energy purging, vomiting up this fire because there's too much fire. There's too much of that element. The masculine is the fire element. And then the woman is the water, the subconscious and, and that energy. Okay. So you've got the elements and then where those two elements meet, when you, boil, when you boil the water, you get air, steam. And then if you've got the fire, which comes and cools down when the volcano has erupted and the lava, it eventually goes to earth. So, so all, all the elements are, are one. So we've got all those elements within us, okay? So that's gonna be another topic because you know we're really gonna ba balance that out. So anyway, we're talking about zero and then the masculine is the is the one okay and the woman is the the zero so the ones and zeros is is how the matrix is created anyway you will see that so the, we are the creators and this is what the occult of 
the triangle and the upside down triangle. So that's Star of David. So that is the five and the six. You know, it's the it's the Venus and I think the Mercury. I can't remember what they both stand for, but it, it but it is the triangle. Is the elements are, uh, straight up and down, and when they interlace, that's the Merkaba. It creates. You create. Okay, it's the union of those two which create in the space. And, and, and that is when you are in union of self and you tune into your ether, which is not seen, which is the fifth element, that is where the magic happens. That is the abundance. That is where you are truly having the human experience. And yeah, that's, that's it. Really. Min, that was amazing. <laughs> thank you. I'm not even just saying that, like, wow. Oh, thank you. Like, seriously you're that's just my thoughts you know i just sit with my thoughts sometimes and it just comes down yeah, it's the way you it and it's the way you kind of interlinked it all together it was just yeah because like, i believe in it alex i really i think i believe in it because i've lived it i think you're mm -hmm. a speaker i think i think it's because i'm passionate about it but yeah. tell me to talk about anything else and i'll just be like uh stage right <laughs> <laughs> i have to really believe in it like that's the issue with being a truth seeker is that you kind of get really geeky and obsessed with certain things and i could go into it with ai just going off this so it was important for me to to lay these foundations of everything is about union of self correct but then we haven't talked about gay people we haven't talked about androgynous um we haven't talked about um how this links in with why is the why is there a tilt why are people more right-handed than left-handed it's 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 really represent throughout throughout this whole reality it's represented why are people more maybe right brain left brain why is it so dualistic because there's no union of self and until we if we're the projectors then if, until we don't find that union of self how what are we projecting out if it is just an imbalance you know and we only need a few of us to be in balance because then our magnet field is so powerful that anyone who is six meters in even you know fuck the six meters like we go astral with this shit right so even if we're in the astral like i think of my tribe or I, or I call my tribe it is literally as i rise we rise so i'm not even that bothered if people are not getting it i'm not trying to sell this concept but you know th this is just about the goddess and the explorer and and that's what i want the males to come out of their ego just for a little bit and and just be like hey we're relying on you guys don't don't expect me to be a certain type of way because that's your fancy when you ain't you know you can't even run against the government if they close the gyms down like what you're hench for nothing you're, <laughs> <laughs> you're joking no seriously i want to take some questions and some comments especially okay we have, we have quite um all right a, a male no worries male heavy audience here so who wants to jump in and ask questions Sunday, you're off mute yeah. Um, well, that was spectacular. I couldn't agree more with almost everything. Uh, what a, what, yeah, what a great presentation. And I thought you touched on a lot of topics that you tied together really, really, really well. Everything flowed. And uh, there's some highlights that I definitely remember strongly. It, it's a little hard to remember everything, but, but it was all about the masculine and feminine. And, and I thought it was really interesting when you said uh, about men being lost at sea. 
and and then later how you mentioned it's very easy for the masculine to become distracted and uh i think that's very true so it's like we're lost at sea because we forgot we, we forgot where we're heading and you're, you're right when you said the stars are the map and uh I think I think I think to sum it all up in a personification, it's like we're all a bunch of illiterate men at sea who are being distracted by shiny things on the horizons, who forgot what their mission was or what island they were sailing to. I think it was. Sorry, go on, Christopher. No, what funny said is what exactly right. Like, and what's funny is you talk about the sea, which you're lost in is the primordial waters, which is the feminine energy. You can't mm -hmm. figure out how to balance it out with the masculine. Like, like you said, everything she said was on point. And it was crazy because when you broke down how the elements work within us for the fire and the water, creating the air, coming back down to earth. And when you balance them all out, of course, you become the ether, the fifth element. That was beautiful. But yeah, like we felt with women. And like you said, it was crazy. The crazy thing you said that stuck out to me was it started with the calendar. And that was. Oh, Sorry, you froze for a minute, Christopher. What did you say after the calendar? You froze for a second. For me, that's, that's when it felt like I felt like you can definitely tell that they um they made the shift. Yes. Is yes. Still going in now? Yeah, your signal's a little bit. Oh, don't uh, worry about it. Sketchy. Everything Sunday said. <laughs> I can <could. laughs> This just this okay, just no, yeah. Yeah, y'all can go ahead, y'all can go ahead. This just came to me. Uh, it reminded me of saying, uh, like, or the big the big message that I kept on, like, telling myself in my head, trying to, like, put your words into, like, my own sort of understanding was the message, kind of like a command, uh, explore yourself, explore yourself, man. And then this just came to me. What's mm -hmm. the point of exploring yourself? And I realized... It's to get somewhere. Well, it's to go many. It's to go many places. But like the point of exploring is to is to find something and to to get somewhere new. Uh, if you you know if you didn't explore, you just stay where you're at. And so, what what are these what are these places we're trying to get to by exploring? And I don't know what that is, but I do know you said a golden rule about planting seeds into the subconscious and when when uh, a seed is deposited in the subconscious it'll return a thousand fold like you said yes and so no matter no matter I, I don't think it's even important to know where you're trying to go or what you're trying to find as long as you're exploring in an honest way right i love that i love you you you've literally just gone around and sparked another neural pathway in yourself in your brain because what you've done is answered your question so beautifully and also i've written it down now the exploration of self is literally that you're not going anywhere new there's no destination we're not destination addicts what we are is very present in this ocean of consciousness and subconscious and some people will swim some people will drown. Some people will watch on the sidelines and watch everyone else swim. And some people are bystanders. Some people are cheerleaders. Some people are there to give a towel. Some people are surfing. I want to surf. Because that means you're alchemizing the ocean and the yeah. wave. And you're at one with everything. But there's no destination. That's why if you watch surfers, there's a lot of prep. 
there's a lot of mentality but have you seen surfers they're so fucking happy bro they're so happy i love it because they're at one with the movement and there's a lot to do with this movement but also i found what you said interesting it's it's let's not say it's lost at sea what we can say is we've only explored 10 percent of the ocean so you can never be lost at sea you can always just expand and it's it's there it's physically there for you to go and explore but the problem is is when we start thinking that we can get lost then that's where the frustration the confusion that oh i didn't get to my destination because this is what we do in real life right i didn't make ten thousand pounds i didn't win the lottery i didn't make my sales so this destination addict takes us out of the present moment and it gives us stress gives us anxiety yeah anxiety because we're attached to the past stress because we don't know what's coming the sailor just sails the surfer just surfs just surfs and it uses the constellations as its map purely because a sailor was a skill and i think that's what i was trying to say earlier is that when a sailor is lost at sea and he is an actual sailor it's like being um, a really expert driver and knowing your land but then getting lost because really it shows that maybe you're not that much of a good sailor and you maybe need more practice so we can use the same concept and say okay let's not be sailors let's be surfers you can be whatever you want to be let's be deep divers and everything you see at the bottom of the ocean is going to show you that that's where you came from it's going to show you everything and that is when you go to the bottom of the ocean when you deep dive when you spiritually dive and you sink and then you come back again you are never the same you're just not the same. So some people have to lose someone. They have to be really lost at sea. They have to die and then come up for air. And then maybe they have to die a few more times. So the lost at sea concept is so amazingly interesting because you can apply it on so many levels. But I love the exploration of self because a man, I think, explore doesn't explore himself but wants to go and explore something else so wants to explore loads of women or drugs or a, an addiction or or sports or this person and celebrity and this and that and it's all external and they forget about themselves you're right wow good stuff you know i was i'm thinking uh you know you can't get lost if you have a map but you know, if no one's given you a map, you can always just start making your own. Yes. But in order to do that, all you got to do is pay attention and try to keep record of, uh, of what you're doing and where you're going. And as, as long as you start, as the moment you decide to start making your own map, yeah. you, you can't be lost anymore because you can always return back to where you came from. You can go back home. And you and you are always home because you're and, and and really and truly let's look at that map concept what you've just said how many civilizations have created maps if you went back there now would that land still be there would it be underwater do the tectonic do the plates yeah. not move do the tectonic yeah. plates not move we always move you're right yeah you gotta keep your maps updated I, I think I think I would lose the concept of a map because it means that like you would need a um it's almost like saying okay if you if you went into your dream world 
and all of a sudden you're in the dream world right and you're in the astral let's call that the ocean then you wake up and and you want to make a note of the dream so that you can kind of figure out what the dream might have meant are you going to draw out all your dream can you even remember the dream was it even physical or was it just an emotion you don't even know right so yeah. really and truly if you're going to explore something physical and then you're going to start making a map all of a sudden the more people go over that land their map is going to change so then it becomes a thing of well whose map is right is it a flat earth or is it a like what is it like what's in the antarctica what's here and that that exploration takes you out of the whole point of you exploring the exploration is just to expand and grow it's yeah, not that, to keep the records what, what you what you just taught me is that there's no such thing as a perfect map and to and to think that one map is all you'll need is some form of denial uh, you're having with yourself. Yeah, no such thing as a perfect map. So you know, use it. Uh, you know, just don't use it as some sort of savior, some sort of crutch. Uh, you know, take it out when you need it. But you got to believe in yourself more than you believe in some piece of paper. And be present when you're exploring, because isn't that why you're right. here? If the universe wants you to explore um, an ocean and then say there's a, there's a, there's a, a sea uh, storm and all of a sudden you end up in a land where it's so beautiful and you're like, wow, if it wasn't for the storm, I would have never been here. Now you don't know where you are, but you know that you've explored something that you would never have, have had a chance to. So what you then do is be like, okay, I'm here now. Let me just explore this. So it's almost like wherever you land, you are home. You know, you're in mama's house. <laughs> you're in mama's right. house. And now, now I'm thinking about deceivers in the world. There's some people uh, who belong to different groups that would like to have you believe that the, the whole world's been mapped and that there's yes. really nothing new or special to discover. And that's yes. one of the that's one of the biggest lies I see in like, like, like you said, you can apply this stuff to all sorts of things. And I think in a lot of different areas of life and experience that there's people trying to convince you that it's all been mapped out and understood. Yes. Well, I've learned that the mystery never ends. It, never. The mystery continues forever. Always and forever. And I love that analogy that the mystery never ends and just like your subconscious and i said this earlier about you being infinite imagine there's no map imagine there's no time scale imagine there is no time and at that precise moment you will never be able to mimic all those conditions so you are really channeling true time and you are really making a memory and that memory is going to be your jet fuel when you leave this plane, because that memory that's embedded in your DNA, that is in your spirit, that is carried over lifetime after lifetime through your ancestors means that that's what the universe or source is waiting for. That's why it's important to stay present in the moment without a map, because it's the potency of the memory that you're creating at that time. Don't let anyone else create that memory for you. Don't let anyone create a map for you. They're dictating their memory. They're then gonna hijack or magnify their memory so that they can carry their jet fuel. But the, the universe doesn't want 10 million memories all that 
they want unique experiences and memories they want your perception yeah it's so much better as long as there's yeah. acceptance of everyone's viewpoints in the end thank you it's all interesting because it's seven billion perceptions and imagine what you can do with seven billion perceptions yeah yeah every single moment forever just yes. it never ends one of the one of the coolest things i uh, have realized about this world is that nothing as similar as certain things are and 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 how uh things are cyclical and you know yeah. repetitive in nature the the other side of the cyclical nature of things is that nothing ever repeats itself exactly and yeah. there's no there's nothing there's no two things that are identical even throughout history and that's that's got to be that infinite void or not void but uh i forgot how you, the abyss maybe you put it earlier the the infinite feminine uh or the or the zero it's kind of like how uh it's kind of like how you can always count up from zero uh yeah. you, you can start you can start with zero and then there's no limit to the other end just one Thank two you. three four yeah and if you see the zero, I was just going to give you a, a little bit of a, let's turn the zero around. If it's a zero on a two-dimensional plane, what is a zero if you, if you uh, like pick it up? I don't know. Let's pick it up. It's a string. It becomes a spiral and that's the infinite because that's what your DNA looks like. So when you collapse yeah. it, <laughs> when you collapse it, it can we can be so compact our intestines are so compact our dna is so compact our nucleus is so compact but how is it that we're the most complex machine that everything has to be we're the blueprints that everything is based on me the iphone is based on me on my womb yeah so that that's the man's then when they were exploring the science they're exploring the womb not understanding the womb but they're making a synthetic version so if it's the synthetic if it's a synthetic version of you and you are the original being then it's up to you to explore yourself without these external things and that's why they got you distracted with the phones and the computers and the science and the you know we got to measure everything no 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 you can't even explore the ocean and you've been to space i don't believe you you ain't been <laughs> to space. Shut up. <laughs> and if they haven't yeah. explored themselves and they haven't explored the ocean, if they haven't explored all the technology as yet, it means it's because they haven't explored themselves. And because we are infinite, our human experience means that we were here to explore it internally and anything external is there to remind us as a mirror the ai is there to remind me that i can be that clever and that strong or it's there to help me as a tool like a prosthetic arm like a shoe but it's never going to be me ai won't give birth i guarantee yeah i'm with you and the moon landing thing's gotta be some sort of symbolic some sort of symbolic like uh, claim of dominance over the feminine even though they can't dominate it yes they like to pretend that they can and say yeah i, I stuck my flag in that yeah. i landed oh my god i didn't even think about it like that <laughs> no that was Checked crazy it out, left yeah, it was crazy. all right i give i give a five out of ten it was okay i guess no that that was a, that was a hard seven or an eight out of ten that was very okay. good yeah because they're poking holes um 
you know, and claiming. And you see them men who claim the women. I want to breed you. Yeah. I want to breed you. You know, I want to breed you. They want to poke holes. They want to jab her, stab her, juke her. They, that's what they want to do because they don't understand the moon. And in, in my culture, we worship the moon like crazy. But there's also the worship of the sun, which you will see in the, in the, in the God pictures or the goddesses. And I never understood it. I was like, why is this woman got a spear and she's got eight hands and she's riding a tiger? She's a badass bitch. So, worshipping this goddess and you're raping off your women how to make it make sense they won't let the women into the temple well, they won't let the women into the temple if you're on your period but wow. no can exist in, in this make it make sense <laughs> i can't i can't exactly we have to yeah. work on this together like if the masculine is lost at sea then you know you know about the mermaids they're like oh don't follow the mermaids yeah the sirens take you into the sea what it really means is that she lives in the subconsciousness and she's realized that the sailor is lost at sea. And even if you went down in the bottom of the sea, you can still survive, you can breathe. We are aquatic animals at one point and you won't die. You won't die. The mermaid is just doing telepathy and she's in her love. She just, she just loves you. She don't know about no Tesco's and groceries and sat navs and GPS and nothing like that. She don't know nothing. She just wants to love you. <laughs> She just wants to comb her hair, look pretty, sing, <laughs> you know, and if, if, the, if the man is scared of that, if the man is scared of that, it's because they're so busy exploring the sea as a sailor. Remember, the sailor uh, goes by themselves, right? With a, with a crew of what now? Men. All men. And where did a lot of the gay, gay, gay uh, movement even, where did that originate, sailors? The Navy. Right. Yeah, so you got you. It's everywhere, babe. It's everywhere if you know how to read. Yeah, it's everywhere yeah. you know how to read. And we are just here to, I'm here to decode because I can decode it down molecular level, astral level. I can do it. I'm confident. Put me up against the priest, put me up against the scientist, put me up against the roadman, a drug dealer. Yeah. I'll break that shit down. Yep, a, a theology level, you got it down. We are all things, baby. This is what multidimensional means. When people say, oh, I'm a multidimensional being, I'm a starseed, I'm an indigo child, and rare, 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 I'm like, okay, but it means you're divergent, B. Like, what else are you giving me? Don't tell me yeah. you're multidimensional because you do yoga, or don't tell you me you're multidimensional because you're a vegan. Yeah. Well, I think one of the most important things to be is like symbol literate and uh, yeah, like like symbology literate, like know the signs that people are putting out there because there are some people who have some knowledge, they're in the know. It's not, it's not all of us. It's been coveted and hidden away in small back rooms of people who are like, yeah, I'll let my best friends know. But uh, it, this stuff isn't meant for the masses anymore, and especially not for women. 
and uh, but they can't help but show their cards and want to brag and put it right underneath our noses. And when they do, they aren't expecting us to uh, know what they're doing. It's kind of like uh, it's kind of like going somewhere around people who speak a different language than you, and they're talking about you uh, right in front of you. Uh, yeah. and they think that you don't know what they're saying because they speak a different language than your native language. And then it'll always throw someone off when you answer them or like join in their conversation. They're like, uh-oh, he, he, he knew what we were saying this whole time. And I also think that's like really, really good point. That's a really good analogy. I think there's another um, reason why the occult actually formed because what you're talking about is symbology and etymology, which, I, which I've studied extensively. But what I'm saying is once you know yourself in terms of what the building blocks of your biological or molecular structure is, you will see those symbols are being used by, by the so-called symbologists. And what they're doing it for is so that there's a programming uh, in your subconscious. It's not only just the language of, haha, let me talk about something they don't know. They're actually trying to achieve something. And the thing they're right. trying to achieve is to make you, because you will recognize something. You will be attracted to the stars, the constellation and the shine, not because you're greedy, not because you're poor and you want to be rich. It's because your DNA recognizes it. Remember that that's, your yeah, DNA good, recognizes it. Yeah. Your DNA recognizes it. And you know why it recognizes it? I want you guys to look at something called Radiolaria. Uh, my friend Nubia has the book. It's by Ernest Heckel. And Ernest Heckel was um, given some money to go and do a project. And um, Ernest Heckel did some drawings. And it was, it was only one book. Um, and Radiolaria is actually this, the, the shapes and the symbols that are found at the bottom of the ocean. This was before telescopes and before all of this. Now, when he came back with all his findings, they shut down the project quite quickly. And I know, and you'll know why Radiolaria are microscopic ocean. Yes, love it that somebody knows. So they use it because they understand it has, to, yeah, right. So you've got the Maltese cross, you've got, you know, the cross in, in Christianity is not theirs. The cross is in your DNA, the shapes are in your DNA, the shapes are in the elements. Try and look at what calcium looks like under a microscope. I'm always looking at things under a microscope. And then if you look at what was in the ocean, you can see the shapes of the lungs, the ears, the, the, the you know, the armor for, for war, the Vikings, how they used to have the helmets. Radiolaria. You see what a lampshade looks like? Look at anything in your reality. They took it from the ocean, made it into something synthetic, and because people looked at it and they, they felt it with their soul because they came from the ocean, they're going to automatically be like, wow, these people must be, they're so enlightened because they're showing me this cross. And for some reason, I resonate with this cross because there's a lot of things that you will do and you don't know why you do them. You can't be hard on yourself. It's just about understanding, do you know what your mother looks like? Do you know that your mother is everywhere? Do you know what the subconscious looks like? No, you don't. Do you know what love looks like? Yeah, look in the mirror and it's everywhere. It's the truth is everywhere once you recognize the truth. And the truth can be found everywhere once you strip it down if you strip something down to its core element you will always find the truth and if you don't find the truth then that is a synthetic version look at nature look at all the elements look at the periodic table even silicone is next to carbon that's why women are shoving it in their titty putting it in their ass because the man is attracted to it because it's carbon attracted to silicone it's not always just a shallow reason there's a bite there's a chemical bite 
biological molecular reason why we would be attracted to the neon lights. Neon is a noble element. So what I'm trying to say is, I know, sorry, I got a bit geeky there, like, but I'm just trying to say that <laughs> the truth exists everywhere. And when people are too polarized and they're only looking at the occult and they're only looking at the ocean, they're only looking at the fire, they're only looking at the language or they're only, oh, the elite is trying to fool us. They're not trying to fool you. They just don't, they just don't know. They're using a cheat code. They're using the back door. It's like using psychedelics and suddenly you're enlightened. No, you're not enlightened, mate. You're not. You just use the back door. Yeah, use the back door because I promise you, I promise you, if you keep doing those psychedelics, your, your enlightenment is gonna run low and then you're gonna come back for more. So it's about the addiction. They are scared. They need the symbols. They need to try and convince you. They need to run a program. They need to, they need to hypnotize you. They need to, they need to hold you because they don't have magnetic energy. They only have, how do you say it? Kidnapper energy, yeah? And if you starve a person, if a kidnapper or if a prisoner officer starves or put someone in solitary confinement and they do water torture on them and they do or they starve them of light or they starve them of food or company you can get that person to do anything and this is what they're doing with human beings that's it's as simple as that they're starving you of knowledge but it's up to you to do the it's up to you to explore the knowledge of yourself because they cannot come into your brain. Don't let them into your brain. Don't let them steal your joy. Don't let them steal your thoughts. Don't let them intercept you. And you can put those walls. There's no such thing as a hex. There's no such thing as real hypnosis or programming. It's just because you believe it exists and therefore it will. It's you are that powerful. Remember you're the blueprint. You're the blueprint. Mika, don't ask why I left. Okay. Um, do we have any more questions, guys? Because I don't want to like chew your lot's ear off or anything. I don't know where Alex is. <laughs> here, I'm here. No, yeah. Over there. I just been sitting here because basically, yeah. I'm, I will tell you after. Basically. Okay. Does, does Does anyone have any more comments or um or questions? Hilandre, I know you usually have stuff to ask or comment on. Actually, I don't. Oh. Maybe this is the first, but like, uh, <laughs> I just, uh, I think everything you said, Min, it's yeah. right on point. And it reminded me of the, of the conversation we had last night. I know, right? <laughs> you know what, Hilandre, can I just say that you really kind of, there was this little tweak in my head that I kind of needed. And a lot of people don't know that, you know, I've been struggling with my throat chakra and talking. Nubia knows I've been like really, I'm a huge introverted geek. So the Empress. Yeah, the Empress. And I'm, I'm supposed to be sharing this with people and it's taken me about like eight years to kind of, you know, do this. And, and, and it's a big step for me. So I just wanted to say thank you to you like um I, i've been going through it i've been no, really going you. through the self-doubt so i really appreciate that i don't really have any any that many people around me so you know that self-doubt is a motherfucker <laughs> of <laughs> so, course it is but... so i really appreciate even people just listening to me because newbie and my friend you know we have these conversations every day and uh, she <laughs> and and you know she just really really soaks it in but then sometimes for me it's like um 
I, I, I can sit alone with my thoughts and I live alone and I'm a bit of a hermit. So to come out of hermit mode and go into empress mode and, and really kind of be vulnerable and, and share my mind because I'm letting you guys into my mind um, is a really, it's been a really difficult journey for me. So I appreciate the opportunity, Alex and, and Halion Jazz. I appreciate you too. So thank, thank you. Thank you so much, Minnie. You have no idea how grateful I am that I actually oh. found you, if I'm honest with you. Um, the moment you started speaking and you started the way you were presenting, honestly, I was just like, oh my God. And all I just started seeing was all these other presentations that you're going to be giving in the future, if I'm honest with you. <laughs> you can um, be greedy with me. You can be greedy with me. I, I love want it. To. I want to. I am very greedy. <laughs> um, but uh, what was I going to say? You know that we can always take this off into the Discord is what we usually do is a lot of us jump into the Discord straight after these workshops to carry on the conversations and discussions. Um, so right. feel free to do that. Um, I definitely want to get you on for another session already. The metaphysical one, I think there's a lot more that we need to delve into. And uh, just based on what's going on tonight in the UK, mm -hmm. I feel a lot more people would attend on a different night and right. I loved this conversation but we can carry this on yeah I mean people can hit me I just wanted to say that you know this is yeah. a real tribe this is a real tribe collective I've been manifesting to call my tribe in I don't you know everyone I speak to is more of a very much a student kind of teacher relationship and a lot of them are very uh, quiet and you know it's like tumbleweed and I always feel very disconnected um so it's very strange for me I know I reach a lot of people but they don't ever like dm me I think a lot of people are just intimidated or scared or they don't know how to have a conversation but um you guys all seem like you're on on that level of back and forth so I really love it like I I just want I want to like make friends like human friends not just crystals and can I say something Yes. The man who's lost at sea will always be afraid of the divine feminine. Oh my God, I know. They'll be scared of the mermaid. Yep. We had this conversation the other day, didn't we, about intimidation, how, how you're probably perceived as quite intimidating. I'm always perceived as intimidating everywhere. And, you know, it's a very lonely, Not, I'm not going to say lonely, it's a very solo existence when you not know too much, but you have explored yourself so deeply that somebody else couldn't possibly tell you anything about yourself but they're not supposed to they're supposed to just tell me about themselves and let me explore them um so that's what union of self is but i think if people haven't done that in themselves then they will constantly feel vacuous like oh this person's trying to like load all their stuff onto me and they're trying to manipulate me and they're trying to do the mind control of me and that's what men seem to think women are doing and maybe maybe some women are women aren't angels men aren't angels but at the same time it's through those traumas separately that you then learn compassion that hey remember when you was a dumbo you know remember when you didn't know anything men remember you know you're the i always say i pulled out a tarot card once and it was nubia and me did a reading and i pulled out my animal spirit and it was um unicorn obviously i'm a unicorn but it was the second car was an earthworm it was an earthworm and i came i said to nubia earthworm i was like uh, like why is the worm there it's not very you know it was a really beautiful color it was like a cosmic earthworm and i read it and it's never left my mind this was only a year ago it said never forget when you were an earthworm never forget that as you ascend and as you expand you will be 
speaking to many earthworms. Like you'll be connecting with earthworms. Earthworms have a job too. And they're very, very vital. But you cannot just disregard the earthworm uh, consciousness because I was getting very impatient. I was like, oh, these motherfuckers, they're just pissing me off. Nobody's telling me. Am I saying something wrong? What's going on? Why can't they just get it? Why can't they repost myself? Why can't you lot do this? You're pissing me off. I'm giving you all the intel. None of you lot have watched anything. I did. And I, I became this like mad professor and I had to be like, earthworm, I, I have to remember that they just, they're just, they're just scared. They're scared of themselves because they, they're looking in a mirror and thinking, Min is so, Min knows so much, she's such a guru. No, you're just looking at your potential. They never look inside. Yeah. They're looking at themselves. They're just looking at their potential. And you know, have you ever tried to tell someone that they're great? They'll fight you. They'll <laughs> fight you. They'll beef you. I'll be like, you're so great. No, not me. I'm humble. I'm like, all right, but you're great. No, 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 no. I'll be like, why are you beefing me, mate? Like, I'm not, I'm trying to love you. I'm trying to show, it's like they've never had someone, especially men, they've never had someone feed their soul. Like maybe their mother wasn't around and, you know, it's so awful, it's so sad. And I just, I want there to be this collective movement and I want there to be this pendulum where, you know, we, we will not go into the night quietly. Like, they're gonna know. Who we are. Avengers Assemble. <laughs> You're, I love that. Every time I speak with you guys, uh, I am reminded just how much I need you. To, to make the to me to make the my my plan a reality. And so like I'm very thankful and grateful for you all being here. Oh, as am I. I love that's great. Thank you for that. I really like that. I, I, I love that so much. But I am here to talk to people as well. Like, you know, I'm just saying that like, outside of this, just to connect with people. And um, I would be really interested to see like some ideas, like if I've triggered like a memory um, in someone else, because I'm just here. I'm just here. I'm a very loud alarm clock. Okay. I'm just a loud alarm clock. I'm the yeah. annoying one. Worse yeah. than the apple. Worse than that apple alarm clock i'm way worse than that okay so you can't hit snooze people hit snooze on me all the time but i'm just gonna keep coming back so you so know um, on that is definitely get yeah. get into the discord as well okay like, more yeah because i feel like there's gonna you're gonna have a lot more people hitting you up on there as well um but yeah i, I do it. like the zoom concept but yeah. the discord is i have to get used to it a little bit yeah oh the zoom the zoom thing happens every wednesday anyway Oh, okay. So who, who do you have next Wednesday? Uh, next Wednesday, I have Issa, the alchemist. Uh, but he's not doing anything on spiritual alchemy just yet. That's another session that he's doing. Um, I've got a guy called JP and Issa. They're going to be doing a yeah. survival workshop on how to like... Survival? Yeah, a bit like, yeah, survival if anything, you know, if the grid goes down or if anything happens you know how to basic survival skills outdoors and basic survival skills indoors so you know how to sprout how to grow food indoors if you don't have a garden you know if there's there's no um grid basically no electricity i got you wow. we'll do an interview i want to do an interview with her we'll do that she'll be the next person how about that yeah 
I know, I know you said that. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll jump, we'll, we're going to, it's like, it's like Chris has become my co-host, Min, so. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Yeah. I, I love the male and female, the male and female energy. Yeah. And she running it. I just got a lot. Of, I'm going to ask the questions. <laughs> I got the questions. Love it. A lot of questions. Well, on that note, I'll let you, I'll let you all guys go and I'll send the link to you once this is all up on YouTube and I'll include yeah. his, um, Instagram if any of you are on Instagram as well. Otherwise, yeah. jump in the Discord and have more chats with, with Min later. Okay. All right. So shall I, I'll I be on Discord. On am I jumping on that? You might have to guide me again, Alex. Yeah, I'm here. I'm here to guide you if you need to. If you need to. But yeah, I will jump on because a lot of other guys will jump on there. I think they want to have chats with you. All right. Okay. Nubia, I'm going to teach you how to... I'm going to sort your Discord thing out because Nubia... Is not very tech savvy, guys. Neither was I, though. Neither was Yeah, I know, but Nubia is all telepathy and crystals. She's like Erica Badu's like oh, my grandmother. Dear. See, Chris is she really is. <laughs> <laughs> Why? <laughs> He's on it. He's like, I'm, I'm hitting up Nubia. <laughs> yeah, I'm Listen, you need to hit up Nubia. You will love. Nubia, can you unmute yourself just for one second, Alex, before we go? That's fine. Right. Nubia, do your thing. <laughs> Beatings, infinite rising, divine beings, wholeness and wellness. Love you, man. Love you. Wonderful, wonderful. Everyone, wonderful, wonderful. Love work. So, yeah. yeah. It seems like we may have to get you on one session. Yes. Yeah. I'm feeling it. I'm already feeling it. Yeah. I'm feeling it. Newbie does belly dancing. She does, she's an artist. She's a you could do a whole thing on crystals, noobs. That would be amazing. Oh, please yes, do. Please. We are all into crystals here. We are all of us are into Please. She's got a million crystals. She's crystal lady. She's <laughs> crystal negra. Min, Min. That's her name. They're my family Let's members. <laughs> yeah. Get Nubia into the so, Discord. I'm going to have to get her physically to, to come round. And... Nubia, where are you now? <laughs> West London. Oh my God! I know why you're there. Mm -mm. Go get yours. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll, uh, all right, noobs. I'll catch up with you tomorrow when the sun rises. Yeah. All right. Okay, Alex. We'll reconvene on the next one hundred platform. Yeah, yeah. One hundred. All right. Much love. Thanks, guys. Much love. Uh, Bye. See you on this board. Okay. Bye.